Before we get to the show today, I want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by the great folks at Amcrest. Amcrest products are a part of a generation of advanced remote monitoring, communication, and surveillance systems which bridge the gap between powerful capability, ease of use, and affordability. With their high quality and robust designs, their cameras allow you to securely monitor your home, run your small business, or medium to large enterprises. Amcrest cameras are specifically designed to record and deliver live video and audio to you anywhere in the world. I'm now running my meetings, my ministry appointments, and all my content teaching with a webcam made by Amcrest. I like its ease of use, the quality, the durability, and the reliability that their AWC 2198 with dual microphones provides me. For the modest price, this would be a great starter camera for anyone looking to improve their picture and sound on a Zoom or Skype or Google Hangout call. I'm also using my webcam to post podcast videos to YouTube. And if you're in the market to upgrade your USB camera for your laptop or computer for a very reasonable price, go check out the outstanding selection of products at amcrest.com. That's spelled A-M-C-R-E-S-T.com. Heather Erb is the Business Development and Promotions Manager for Shine.fm in the Lansing, mid-Michigan area. Shine.fm is a Christ-centered radio station sponsored by Olivet Nazarene University in Bourbonnais, Illinois. Heather also hosts the midday air shift across the Shine.fm network six days a week, assembling encouraging content for her listeners across the Midwest. Previously, Heather spent 11 years at Cornerstone University, the contemporary Christian Way FM in Grand Rapids and Kalamazoo, Michigan, and will continue to serve as the on-air and midday host of the Ross Bible Church Contemporary Christian Network, WNFR 90.7 Hope FM. She's also the host of the Shine.FM MomCast, an interview-based podcast. She's the wife to her great husband, Paul, and mom to three wonderfully busy teenagers, Alexandra, Sebastian, and Atticus. She's high energy, positive, and compassionate, utilizing real-life experiences to give listeners an authentic and transparent encouragement every day. But most of all, I'm so happy to have her on the show today because she's my little sister. Enjoy our conversation today on the Encouragers United Podcast. tune into Christian radio, they tune into me because they don't, they need a break from what's going on in the world. And they not only get great music, but they get hopefully uh, some reminders of who God is and the truth of who he is. Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Encouragers United podcast for this week. And you know what? I have a very special guest. This young lady to my right on your screen is my younger sister, Heather Erb. Welcome to the show, Heather. Thanks. I'm so excited that you finally invited me on because, you know, I'm a fan. So thanks for having me. Oh, you're very welcome. And I'm a fan of yours, too, because I will credit you with some of the inspiration for my work uh, getting started in the podcast, because as a younger sister, albeit you're ahead of me in this, you are a professional in Christian radio. So why don't you just tell us a little bit about your career and what you're doing with that? 
Yeah, I've actually been in radio for 17 years, took a little break um, to raise my kids. I have three children as well, all that are teenagers. Right now, I'm currently the community impact director and midday host for Shine.fm, which is a Christian radio network in the Midwest. I also do middays for uh, Hope FM in Port Huron. And then I also do some fundraising for uh, Christian stations because many of the Christian stations you might be familiar with are nonprofits. And that's how we are able to support them. So I would have never, if you'd asked me at 12 years old, Charlie, if I was going to be on the radio, I'd have told you you were crazy. Um, but it's definitely something that God has blessed me with and has used in my life and has used to encourage other people. Oh, amen. I, I echo that because I think back to our days, we're about three years apart. Uh, I am the older, of course, but uh we used to do shows all the time. You know, you pretend to be this and I'll pretend to be that. And hey, mom and grandma and grandpa, sit down and watch the show. You know, we're going to do this show together. And so right. we have always been uh, a bit dramatic and probably a little overwordy uh, with the gift of gab. But uh, we come by it easy. We come by it honestly. Our uh, our families and our grandparents, especially very social people. Um, and so I'm so proud of you and just the work that you've done in this part of your life, raising the family, working every day uh, to, to really come into the mind and the space through people's ears. And so why don't you tell us a little bit of your day to day? You're, you just mentioned you're a midday host, mm -hmm. which means, you know, different things for different people. But what are the hours that you're usually on the radio and what does that show look like on a day to day basis for you? Yeah. So I pre-record everything. A lot of stations do that now. It just um, makes it easier for me to do other things because I'm actually in our Lansing, Michigan market for Shine. And so I'm kind of the boots on the ground here. So I do a lot of events. I also do um, business development, community development here as well. So it takes me um, to do both shows because they're both um, there's a couple different formats for Christian radio. And these two stations are very similar in their target audience, which is actually like 38 to 45 year old women, which I'm 47. So I'm kind of right in that, you know, real close to that. And so the content is very similar, but I usually get my shows done. I do about like four to six breaks an hour, which is just talking uh, in between songs. And I usually am able to get that done in about an hour and a half to two hours. And there's some social media stuff that I do as well for the stations um, for my show, trying to get some interaction with listeners. Um, but it's really just finding ways to connect with them where they're at. And I have to tell you, God just uses my story and my life to do that. And he continues to show up and point things out to me that I think are very common for many people that whether you're 47 or you're 25. And we found that some of those stories or some of those experiences that I shared do really connect with listeners. Yeah, so uh, that's great. And and do you have an example that maybe comes to your mind? Just something that you may have experienced that then works its way into your show. 
Um, yeah, so I had a guy stop by my house this weekend. Um, I was by myself. I was resting. I just recently had surgery and my youngest son opened the door and this guy kind of came to my door and, and he wanted to talk to me about political signs. And I'm not going to go any further than that, but he wanted to know if I was willing to put a political sign in my yard. And I said, you know, and we had a conversation about that. Well, as we got talking, he shared with me that he's a believer, that he's a Christian and that he goes to the same church that I do. And we just didn't, the church is so big, we just don't know each other. And so I got talking to him about how online church has been going, because we're in Michigan, which means many of the churches aren't open. And he shared with me that he's been having trouble with his eyes. And so I just said, hey, what's your name? Can I pray for you? And so I prayed for him. And I thought, you know, I wouldn't have wanted to answer that door. I really don't want to talk politics with anybody right now, but I'm super thankful that he stopped and I was able to pray for him. And I think I was able to bring a perspective to that for my listeners to say, you know, God can use anything to use you to encourage someone else. And so don't discount anything that is happening in your day to day that you could maybe, you know, impact someone else's life. So that was kind of a crazy story, but you know, sometimes those types of things happen and I feel like they happen so that I can encourage others to be open to what God is doing in their lives on a daily basis. Well, and I can imagine that it took you some time to realize that you could use those examples, you know, in you you may have sat early in your career and tried to think up something, uh, <laughs> but life is sometimes better than what we could ever think up, right? So right. tell us how that works for you in, in, in trying to integrate or gather maybe these life stories or something. Uh, what is there a process? Is there a creative process that you go through to produce your shows and say, okay, I'm going to talk about this, then I'm going to do this, this, this. Well, my boss has asked me in the past, like when we're looking at my time for my job, he'll say, what's your show prep time? And I'm like, I'm always show prepping. Like, I'm always thinking about situations that happen uh, to me with my kids. You know, just like yesterday, uh, I was in, my kids are all virtual learning still. I was in the kitchen and I overheard one of the teachers for my daughter's uh, AP Calc class say, I worked two hours for this and it still didn't work. And so I can't give you the test. And I was like, you know what? This is hard on me as a mom. It's also hard on teachers. So I asked my daughter, because that's kind of our rule in our house. I can't share anything on the air without getting permission. But I said, can I share that to get people to pray for teachers? Because teachers are really struggling. So I think it's, um, I was not like this when I first started, like 17 years ago. It was a very different um, type of radio back then. It was very announcer-like. It was very much like you just gave the information. There wasn't a ton of personality. Now it's all about connection and all about content creation. And so I'm always thinking, how can I make this to be something applicable? Because I know that there's other moms who are standing in their kitchen frustrated with virtual learning and they don't think about the teacher who may be doing the best that they can. So it is not a it's not a linear process. It is all over the place. And I'm always praying and always talking to God about how he can use those experiences in my life to encourage someone else. So it's not linear. I wish I could tell you that I sit down every day and I write out all my breaks, but um, it's more of a process that happens in my head. I do write down a few notes of what I want to talk about that day, but for the most part, it just happens. It just happens on a daily basis that things come up. And so you're producing, are, I think I read in your bio, are you producing six days a week of shows? 
Yes. For shine, I do six days a week. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And, and how many hours again, just to review us is like, when would they run that show? So I am on from 10 a.m. Eastern to 1 p.m. Eastern, uh, depending on central time. Obviously, it's nine to noon uh, for shine. And then on the Saturday, I'm on from two until seven central. So three until eight. So and Saturday tends to be a best of show, like some of the best of breaks from the week. So it's not like I do have to do some content breaks for that. But I usually because most radio listeners are only listening for 15 to 20 minutes at a time. If that in the car, they're probably not hearing what I'm saying in the nine o'clock hour if they're listening in the 11 o'clock hour. So, yeah, that would be a common understanding, I guess, that people aren't sitting there for three no. straight hours listening to what you've said. No, for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, tell us, I've had this just starting to have this experience where someone comes up to you and they know you uh, and they, probably think they know you really, really well because they've listened to you for such a long time, perhaps, but you have right. no idea who they are. Tell us about that experience. And, and I'm guessing you're getting that a lot more than I ever would. But what's that like for you? Um, I think being out at events, um, I've gotten used to it a little. I mean, I've been doing this for quite a while. What I try to do is get into the mindset of they know more than I do. So I'm going to try to get to know them um, because I actually want to connect with them. I don't want it to just be, oh, you're my listener and I, I'm just going to introduce myself and that's going to be it. I'm. I, a lot of radio people are very introverted. I'm not. So I do really like that interaction. Um, and actually, I've had a lot more lately interaction via email and letters and cards. I had a woman um, who's really going through a difficult time reach out to me via email and say, you know what, you really encourage me. And I got her address and I prayed for her and I sent her a card. And then she took that card to one of our other staff members and was like crying because she got this letter from me. And that was really like, to me, that seems minimal because God's obviously using me. It's not about me, but if I can then pray for somebody and be used in that way and make that connection, that's what really matters to me. So it's, you get used to it, but it's like, you for me i want to get to know them i want to be a part of their life like they feel like they're a part of mine and so in the beginning when i first started this it was super awkward it was like oh and i have to tell you too there are things i don't share on the air there are very personal deep um hurts and struggles in my life that i don't share on the air and i probably won't ever I use a perspective on them, but I don't actually share that. And so that kind of protects me a little bit because there are still things in my life that nobody knows about really, except for my close friends. So that also helps me to feel kind of like I can get to know them on that relational level. Yeah, I was going to ask you, um, is there a review process? Does someone check in on you? You, you? you mentioned that you're kind of a satellite working in that central Michigan area and that market. Mm -hmm. um, but is there a home base of, of a team of people that are listening and they're kind of giving you some feedback? How does that work? I do have a boss who um, air check, what we call an air check. Um, this hasn't always happened in my career, but it's actually the best thing for me just to have someone give me feedback. To be honest, he's super encouraging. He's very much like just wanting me to do the best that I can and connecting with people. But once a week for about a half hour, we go through a show, we listen to what I've done, and he gives me some feedback. And that's actually 
scary. It was really scary in my young years. I just didn't handle criticism well. I don't know that I handle criticism well still, but like it's better knowing that it's coming from a person who really is for me and wants to see me succeed through the station. And so that criticism is a little easier to take. But yeah, and there's lots of people in Chicago. Uh, we're owned by Olivet Nazarene University. Shine is that listen. And so if something is wrong or something, I get feedback for that. <laughs> so I, there yeah. are people that are listening. So if you've ever misstepped or uh, yes. said something wrong, there's fact but, checkers out yes, there. Yeah, there are, to coin yes. a phrase. <laughs> Um, you know, your work in radio has, and, and Shine FM, of course, dropping into and and migrating over to the podcast platform. You do have a podcast. I love it. It's awesome. Um, and it is called the Shine.FM MomCast. So nice. tell us a little bit of the impetus behind that and, and what that has become for you as a mom. But, uh, and, and I'll just I'll just preface it this way. I've got three uh, wonderful uh, an, a niece and two nephews and you've integrated them into the podcast yes, and uh, yeah. take it away mom um, <laughs> yeah. but I love that and but tell us about the mom cast yeah so I have ever since I was I've really struggled as a young mom I did not make that transition to motherhood very it, it was not a seamless transition for me and I have been able to look back and see other women come alongside me and really lift me up and help me to become a better mom. I think that that's the case for many, many moms. We feel like we're the only ones that are going through this. We're the only ones that have these questions or these struggles. So because of that connection on the radio, my boss and Shine really felt like it would be good if I did a mom cast uh, or a podcast focused on moms and really maybe answering some of those questions. Like I talked to an athletic director because I was like, what is it really like to get your kid a college scholarship for sports? What does that really look like? Um, you know, I talked to Matt Hammett, who is a recording artist who wrote a book about marriage. Um, so I've had, and then I've just shared mom stories uh, about their journey of being moms. And like one of the first podcasts I ever did, we had set up to talk about one thing. We ended up talking about why it's so hard for moms to like accept help, you know? And so uh, it's just one of those things that I think it just fit with who I am and where I'm going, you know, like in my journey as an on-air person. And it just kind of fit because I'm a mom and I always have questions. I'm always like, what about this? So I just talk to people about those things. That's right. You've you've got the equipment too. So you just record <laughs> yeah. it and uh, hit record right. and away we go. That's right. Um, exactly. You know, I, I think this might be a little bit more personal, but I, I'm, I'm meaning to ask you, do you ever feel like you've run out of things to say? Like, I, I think being... Uh, in my position, I can kind of load it up. I've got, you know, a weekly show. It's not a daily grind. You know, I can kind of load things up and and really pray and, and consider how to in encourage people. But where does your inspiration come from? You've mentioned your your everyday life, but is there ever a dry time? And, and what happens in those dry times? Um, I think that uh, I definitely need vacation. And I usually do that in the summer. And then once around Christmas, I need to be off for a week um, and not have to worry about, is this going to apply to my listeners? <laughs> Which is pretty much what I do like constantly with my life. How can I make this into an encouragement or something like that? So that's one thing that I do. I'm very mindful about taking myself off the air so that I get a break. So my brain can actually get a break. I think the other thing is, 
I talked to my boss, like when, when all of this happened with shelter in place and COVID, I really struggled. I was like, I am not equipped for this. And it reminded me a little bit of when 9-11 happened. I was actually on a Christian radio station the day that 9-11 happened. And I was like, oh, no, this is I I can't do this. This is not for me. Like, because I'm such an emotional person, I allow those emotions to kind of get the best of me. And then I feel like I have nothing to give. So I get I have a couple people in my life that I will talk to about that. And when COVID hit, I talked to my boss and I was like, I don't think I can do this. Like, I don't think I can do this on a daily basis. And I said, it just feels like such a burden. And he said, remember, God has gifted you to encourage people. And that's not a burden. That's a privilege. And if you look at it as a privilege, then there are going to be shows that are going to be knock out of the park. And then there's going to be shows that are going to be okay. And that's okay too. But I just keep trusting that God's going to show up and he's going to give me content that I need. And he's going to use things in my life um, that are funny and that are encouraging that people can relate to. So it's really not about me. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's that's totally the way I feel too. And and uh so it's kind of weird that you and I live five hours apart, but uh God is working uh, you know, in us in very similar ways. And so I look up to you, Heather. I really appreciate you so much. Um, you know, people can listen online now. Of course, you've got the podcast and 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 then, but shine.fm is actually a website where we can listen in. Yep. Uh, and, and so uh, what's uh, some of the listenership that you f- have felt like you're reaching out to? Like, uh, do you realize the gravity or the, the reach that shine FM has through the website? No. And I don't like to think about it actually, um, because it, it overwhelms me. And actually I had one of my mentors early on in my radio career say, don't talk to thousands of people talk to one person, talk to your best friend. And so a lot of times the stories that I share on the air are stories I've shared with my girlfriends. Like, you're not gonna believe this happened or you're not gonna believe, you know, how God showed up in this situation. So I don't like to think about it. (laughs) Um, And I think I'm somewhat removed because I'm in Lansing, Michigan and Chicago and Indianapolis and Northwest Indiana or anywhere people can listen. And I don't, I don't really like to think about that. So I just think about my best friend listening and me having a conversation with her on a daily basis. No, that's a great, that's a great way to think about it. And I, I've actually tried to, you know, implement that as well. Hey, Heather, this has been awesome. You are a mom, you are a Christ follower, you are encourager. Give our listeners just a, a little bit of advice that you may, you know, we're still at shelter in place, the masks, the, the COVID, um, give us any parting encouragement that you might, you know, just as, as we listen to your show, give us some parting words here before we close our time. I mean, I think that people tune into Christian radio. They tune into me because they don't, they need a break from what's going on in the world. And they not only get great music, but they get hopefully uh, some reminders of who God is and the truth of who he is. Um, so we share scripture, but God's still on his throne. He has not changed. And all during these last six months, I'll be like, God, what about this? What about that? And he'll always remind me, I- I'm the same. Like all of this can change. All of this can go crazy but I am still on my throne and I am not surprised by anything happening in the world. And so when I feel myself get anxious and I feel myself get worried about what's going to happen in the next few months, for whatever reason, I just go, no, wait, God is on his throne. He is still in charge and he's not surprised. And if I truly believe that God is who he says he is, then that should take away some of my fear and anxiety. And I feel like I try to share that on the air with people because 
we're not getting that in other places, the news, the social media, um, we're getting it in churches, but that's only maybe once a week. And so we need that in other places. And I'm hoping that on a, on a daily basis, that's what our listeners get at Shine is, is remembered God's character and who he is. Oh, that's pure gold, my little sister. Thank you so much for those really heartfelt words. And so check Heather Herb out on shine.fm during the middays and also search for her as she produces content for the shine.fm momcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. Heather, I love you. So <laughs> proud you of you. Thank you yeah. so much for being on the show today. Yay. I got to be on the Encouragers United podcast. I'm so excited. Next week, I connect with Mr. Dave Ebert, a former professional wrestler turned comedian, improv coach, credentialed minister, and podcast host. He and I talk about his longtime battle with depression and anxiety and how laughter truly can be good medicine. You won't want to miss it. If none of that works, if I'm a horrible teacher, and none of that works at least an hour a month they're getting to laugh like little girls possibly for the first time ever because some of these women were sold into trafficking by their parents at very young ages thanks for listening today you know i'm interested in your feedback questions or ideas for future episodes we have a facebook group called encouragers united please feel free to join that group and the conversation. You can also email me at charlesrgrimes at gmail.com. Another great way to help me would be to recommend a high-energy, positive-minded person that you know to check out the group and to begin to listen to our show. 